This is the Insecurity Brief podcast. It features tech news and analysis throughout the world. This podcast is made possible through advertising and listeners like you. If you can't donate, please share this program. We depend on you. Good morning. This is Good morning. It's Wednesday, September 22nd. I'm Trip, and this is the Insecurity Brief Podcast. Remember to share this program. It's the only way that others will find us, and our success really depends on you. The Center for Internet Security issues a bulletin over Apple. Nutrition labels for devices listing hazards for having them. Fines and jail time avoided for a VPN provider management caught spying and selling the activities to a foreign government. The Center for Internet Security put out a bulletin yesterday over the Apple problems. Multiple vulnerabilities have been discovered in Apple products the most severe could allow arbitrary code execution. Affected in this is iOS, which is a mobile operating system for mobile devices, including the iPad, iPhone, and iTouch. The iPad OS is the successor to the iOS 12 and the mobile operating system for iPads. Safari is a graphical web browser developed by Apple based on the WebKit engine. Watch OS is the mobile operating system for Apple Watch and based on the iOS operating system. TVOS is the operating system for the fourth generation Apple digital media player. Xcode is the integrated development engine IDE for Mac OS. iTunes is a Windows media player, media library, internet, radio broadcaster, mobile device management utility, and the client app for the iTunes store. Our podcast is available on iTunes. Successful exploitation of the most severe of these vulnerabilities could result in arbitrary code execution in the context of the affected user. While their threat intelligence states that there's no reports of vulnerabilities being exploited, I beg to differ. Pegasus, uh, which we've talked about, uh, is going to be in the show notes, and all of these systems are affected. iOS prior to 15, iPad OS prior to 15, Watch OS prior to 8, TVOS prior to 15, Xcode prior to 13, Safari prior to 15, iTunes for Windows prior to 12.12. If you have any of these items, uh, do update them. If they're not update them, uh, I can't suggest anything other than maybe you can put a different OS on them, uh, but don't go out on the internet on them. Um, there's going to be more exploits for these and they are going to be probably the most risky devices to be used on the internet uh, in the very new f- near future. Uh, this bulletin was put out and uh, 
severe, they have it at a high uh, level for large and medium government entities. Um, consumers, uh, they say it doesn't affect, but uh, consumers are going to have the most problem with these things. Now, the thing that you got to think about about these things is, so I've got a device and it's not updatable. Big deal. It goes on Wi-Fi. You click on the wrong thing. This is the thing about all of this stuff is it's called jumps. You can jump from operating to system to operating system now. So even though you've got a Apple device and you've got Windows, you can affect the Windows device with the Apple device. Okay, Dark Reading released a story on September 17th called um, Internet of Things Nutrition Labels Aim to Put Security on Display. So what the article is talking about is a new rollout by the NAST in, res in response to an executive order that Biden put out in May, which is to increase uh, awareness and to increase cybersecurity measures. So what they are talking about doing, and they held a forum to discuss it, is the way that food has a nutrition label on it, the Internet of Things devices are going to have an educational label on it that describes risks or, or things that the Internet of Things devices can do or be at risk to so that consumers and small businesses can be more educated when they're making purchasing decisions. And one of my friends, the, the CTO from Veracruz, Chris Weisbull spoke and he said, small businesses use a lot of the same software that is consumer grade and do not have the sophistication to evaluate the security of these products, he says. So small business, well, small business will get a lot of value out of these labels too. There was some criticism. Uh, a guy from Cisco said, much of the software that consumers purchase for their connected devices is consumed via application stores or, mar or marketplaces that are well-tended, Cisco stated in its response to the program, adding, we believe that the emerging area of risk where NST's efforts would be most effective are on software embedded and otherwise incorporated with devices, such as IoT devices in the consumer environment that interact with the physical environment. So Cisco is saying, fix the software, don't put labels on it, which is a valid, <laughs> <laughs> is a valid point. Yeah, well, but, it, it's kind of a valid point. I mean, you know, the whole, the whole thing with, um, the whole thing with all of this stuff is that there's vulnerabilities discovered every day in the future, but when you deploy something how and in this comes to the copability too and that is um a warning label that anything wireless is always penetrable <laughs> there is no such thing as security on wireless of any sort i mean how do you <laughs> how's that work exactly <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not sure that however amount of money and time they're going to waste on the labels, whether that would really be helping anything. I mean, most people know that most electronic devices are compromised anyway. They no. come pre-owned. Pre yeah, <laughs> pre-owned. 
Yeah, but, you know, the, the consumers have no idea. I mean, you know, they they put things in their homes. You know, I'm, I'm, provi- I'm looking at ads, right? And there's this new ad for Amazon that they're selling um, a TV uh, video program. So Alexa is not going to uh, just hear you. It's going to be able to see you. So you can use the app and look inside your house anytime. Oh, no. Anytime (laughs) you want. Oh, man. I mean, that's so problematic. They already have problems with employees listening to people when they shouldn't through the Alexa devices. That's already been reported. So now they're going to be able to watch you. I mean, is this like a CIA plan? Like, who comes up with this stuff? It's just so obviously bad. And and for your privacy, a citizen's privacy, it's just... And I know, and you know, and I know that there's never going to be a warning, a warning label that says... Amazon is dangerous. Facebook is hazardous to your health. <laughs> these guys Good will point. get. These guys will get a. Will always get a label pass. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cybernews.com released a story by its cyber news team on September fifteenth. ExpressVPN executive Daniel Bridge fined over $300,000 for benefiting from cyber surveillance. Daniel was one of three former U.S. intelligence operatives who were part of Project Raven, a clandestine spy unit implied by the UAE to spy on its enemies. Well, the uh, thing about the VPN thing, too, is, you know, like ExpressVPN and all these companies, um, if, you, if you're if you listening to this and you use VPNs, great. If you're not familiar with what they do, uh, all they do is change where you're at. So I'm currently in a non-disclosed location, and um, that puts me in another non-disclosed location, but... When you come out of a VPN, the VPN providers all buy what are called blocks, right? Blocks of IPs. An A record. Right. So when they buy this block of VPN, the VPN provider buys this block of IPs, all the services out there like Twitters and Facebooks and Googles know those block of IPs so they know you're on a VPN. Um a lot of people go on social media and believe that they're somehow safer for a VPN. And it's simply not true that the companies that are tracking you include your ISP. And a lot of times these VPN guys are just in business so that they can steal all your crap instead of everybody else. So all they're doing is grabbing everything your ISP already knew about you. Um, if you're not familiar with fingerprinting, you should be because that's what's going on right now. The big thing put on by the porn industry is called canvas fingerprinting. And that means that your device, when you plug it in and you turn it on and you go to any of the big media places, they already have your fingerprint for the browser you're using. 
that doesn't change. It stays the same. So when you bring up that browser, when you're at home, that's your home. It, you're known for that device. So, you know, these guys um, out there, what do you think about VPNs? Well, yeah, so they, they have put out a, like huge marketing campaigns convincing ordinary system or ordinary system users who don't need VPNs that they need VPNs. And it's really just a data grab, like you were saying. Yeah. It, it, it you know, it, most people, I have a VPN to work, but that's because I want to go to work for my house. Um, that's why you use a VPN is to get somewhere. I mean, you can get somewhere by um, going to illicit TV channels through a bunch of different VPN providers who have deals with United Artists. So in the end of it, <laughs> you're going to get sued for all the movies that you watched across the VPN. <laughs> well, I might use a VPN to connect to France to where my chess server is located so that I can play faster speed chess. Because then I'm connecting from the French VPN service to the French chess server, and that might be quicker than connecting from America to the French chess server. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's right. And you've written a book on speed chess. Yes, I have 16 books. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that... You guys have a great day. I'm Trip. I'm Honey. We'll see you next time. Don't forget to share this program. Have a great day.